everybody, and welcome again to another edition of Fireside Chats with Clearfire. As always, I am your host, Clearfire, and with me, as lately as always, is Mr. Nick Thimianos. Nicky T, how's it going? Not much, my friend. How are you? Other than wondering why in the world my mic has decided to go haywire and blow out my track, I'm doing pretty good. Um, that was a fun experience. It's just 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 weird. I'm not not used to having my mic not play right, and usually I have to eat my mic. And when I ate my mic today, it decided to say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not a good thing." And so I had to do some adjustments there, and it looks like I might have to do some post production adjustments. But hey, that's all the part of the game. We always Ooh. have to do that as uh, podcasters and ones that edit our own podcasts. So, but Nick, how's it been going, man? It's been too long. It's been too it, long since we've done one of these. It has. I'm really sorry that we uh, slowed up a bit on the open one talks, but man, I've just been really caught up with school. Teddy got sick again. Uh, that was a very rough couple of weeks for us. So we're kind of focused on taking care of him. And then, um, really just, that's about it. Just trying to truck along with school as you've already know. Um, almost done with this class. I should be starting a new one by the end of the week. And, uh, obviously one of the big things too, that I've, I've enjoyed this past month is what we're going to talk about today. The good old steam deck. I've been rocking that. Um, beyond beyond that, no, nothing, nothing too crazy. And yourself, anything to get caught up on? Well, yeah, there's always things to get caught up in my crazy life. Um, <laughs> luckily, at work, my project finished back in the middle of August, and we didn't really die down from all the chaos of that until about the middle of September. And then myself, I actually took a class for uh, my PMP to start my PMP prepping and studying for that so i have been actually started i haven't haven't really started diving into that to prepare for that which that is a nightmare of an exam to take for any professional that wants to take the pmp it is definitely probably the hardest exam that i have ever taken in my life and i took that several years ago and it did not pass and so i'm working at it again seems to be a little bit easier and hopefully I will pass this time. Nice. But uh, in that study process, um, also in that process, I have beginning have been getting some certifications in the uh, application called Smartsheet that uh, a lot of project managers use now. And so I've been working with that a lot. And we have also started fostering another dog. And so we now have a third dog in the house. So we have two Boston Terriers, which, of course, that's ours that we do own. And we have one Boxer. And it has been quite a experience having a Boxer in the house again. I used to have one uh, back in the day, actually, uh, when we were doing the podcast. When we first started the podcast, I had him. His name was Bob the Boxer. Bob was awesome. He was my, my buddy before we got before me and my wife got married. And so... It's just nice to have a big dog in the house again, and it's kind of weird to have the big dog and two little dogs. That's been a mm-hmm. strange dynamic there, but um, looks like the boxer might be here with us for a lot more than just fostering, so we'll see how that goes, and he's actually been quite an enjoyable dog to have. His name is Thor, so nice. that's been fun to have. Uh, it <laughs> actually fits him very well because he actually is – you would think that they would call him Hulk because he is the biggest – boxer from this family line that that has ever been out of this family line 
but they called him Thor and it fits him perfectly. Um, the other night we had a rainstorm come through, which we were very blessed to finally have some rain come through. We've been kind of in a drought phase and it started thundering. And I'll tell you, Thor is definitely not the God of thunder. He jumped up on the bed, shaking, scared to death, poor guy. But he had only been with us about three weeks at the time when that happened. So I, I get it being in a new environment and everything. But he's adjusted pretty well, and he actually has taken a liking to my son. So that has definitely been a good thing for us. Also, on the son's side, he is now a blue belt rank one in Taekwondo. He has nice. made that jump, and that's been a big a big goal of his, and we've been pushing to have that happen. We were aiming to have that by the end of the year, but at his recent testing, he passed and moved up. So now we're hoping, now we're hoping to shoot to be blue belt rank two by the end of the year, if possible. So, and he might actually take place in his first actual tournament this year. Nice. So we'll see how all that all that goes. Lots, like I said, a lot of crazy things happening here at the house. Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, definitely have upped my collecting game. I've I got pulled in quite a few new collectibles, but we'll talk about that on a different podcast because I think that will be a fun one to dive into with all of my collectibles. And I'm actually considering to do a weekly, like five minute video of showing one of my collectibles each week because. I'll tell you, I'm up to about 35 or 40 Steelbook games. Wow. And I'm probably in that same range with movies as well. So probably in the 60 plus range of Steelbooks and whatnot. And then, of course, I've got the strange addiction to the limited run games. And I've gotten several of those games in and the collector's series of them, of course. And uh, being a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan, I have found that... Uh, the toy company NECA has pulled out put out some awesome new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toys. And, of course, being a sucker that I am for that, I have bought quite a few of those. So, been doing a quite, quite a bit of collecting. And, too, something that I have mentioned to you already before once, Nick, on one of our text talks. Um, I've gotten a new 3D printer. I got a resin 3D printer, and I'm excited to get that bad boy up and going. I got some more stuff in for it today and should be able to get it going into a test print this weekend. Nice. Well, good luck with that. Good luck with all that. That's something Like exciting. I said, lots of stuff going on. Yeah, no, you had a lot going on. I'm just complaining about school and my son getting <laughs> sick. And you're like, oh, yeah, we did this and this and this. I love it. Um, uh, I did forget to mention that Madison came to visit for Teddy's birthday. Teddy is three. And then she's actually coming back on Thursday again because uh, we are throwing a baby shower for uh, my brother-in-law and his wife. Uh, they're about to expect their second now, so I'll be an, an uncle awesome. to another one. So yeah, um, so that's pretty exciting. And then they're going to have everybody here from like from the entire my wife's entire side of the family. So that is going to be absolute chaos. So it's going to be great. Yeah, I, I know it's always nice when you have Madison there at the house with you. Mm -hmm. You can you can see you're perked up a little bit more usually when she's there. So that's always a good plus. So, well, let's get away from all this. I want to call, call it boring catch-up news because it's definitely not boring by any means, at least not in my opinion and probably not in Nick's opinion. And let's jump into today's talk that uh, Nick brought to my attention. Um, I definitely have heard stuff about it in the news, and that is the Steam Deck. Nick has actually gone out and purchased a Steam Deck. I think he pre-ordered one when it came out, and 
he's sitting on this Steam Deck, been playing it for a little while, and I'm going to let him talk a little bit more about that. Nick, tell us about the Steam Deck so far and your first impressions. Uh, first impressions, I was, I'll be honest, I was hesitant at first. I did not get it right off the bat, but I did, um, did reserve a slot earlier in the year. So I was eligible to get it for this quarter. And then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you might have seen a headline or two that they were meeting production and they actually were getting reservations earlier. So that's what happened with me. And then I, I, uh, I finally got it. I was actually, when I even got the notification, I even considered just canceling it and I can get it later. But my wife was really, excuse me, um, she, she was really encouraging about it. And so I ended up going through with the reservation. I got it about a week later after I got that notification. And, you know, setup was, you know, it was already pre-installed and everything. And setup was easy. All you have to do is just put in your Steam credentials. Good to go. And then it's got the similar, if you're experienced with the big, the big screen, uh, steam interface, it's, it's somewhat similar, a lot cleaner. And, um, you know, it, it has, uh, lets you know what games work great on the steam deck. You know, everything is, the UI is actually really great. So, uh, to talk, talk about with that, like it didn't feel like I was lost in it again, mind you, I got the steam deck a couple months after that first, uh, wave that was launched. So obviously things have been updated and whatnot, but I mean, what, what I do have here is, is, is to me is a really solid product. It is monstrous. It is heavy. The screen is, it is, it is really big. You know, you got the trackpads. Yeah, I, I wish I could see the picture of this thing. It, it's, oh. it's quite big. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of actually am curious how, how, how you like the fact that the, uh, the sticks are the analog sticks are parallel to each other because you know with like Xbox you got the offset with PS with PlayStation you have the parallel and the way the way the Switch has it you know you have the offset so it kind of seems like offset is more of the dominant setup but this one has parallel to them. It took some getting used to. So um, now you know like. It, but I would be the same way, you know, playing with a PlayStation controller. I prefer an Xbox control uh, because I do like the offset. So I agree with you in that, it, you know, if my personal preference, I'd prefer an Xbox controller. Like I even have a, a one, you know, if when I play games on the computer, I do want to get the Series X, whatever it's called, the newer one. I'll get that down the line if it's like really cheap as like an upgrade. Um, but for here, it did take some getting used to. But um but it tends, it does tend to work. Like I'm playing games that are, you know, like they do have like a, a controller support of some, fa uh, in some fashion. So then that's how I've been kind of get into it. Like, like I've been playing Skyrim, Fallout 76, you know, the games that I, that I played pretty intimately with the controller in the first place. So I can get used to it and it feels a lot better. You know, I'm, I'm playing Dead Cells, of course, and that plays beautifully on that because, you know, I'm using the direction pad and it's still the same keys. Um, and, um, you know, and what I was also going to say, I saw people playing World of Warcraft on there. So they, you have to, you have to okay. kind of go and dig into the, the desktop mode. But I mean, like when you follow, like they have some videos online on YouTube and they, they were great tutorials. So it was pretty easy, you know, especially when you kind of have an idea of like, how to go through, you know, files and folders and stuff. And yeah. they break it down step by step. So it was easy to set up. I, I downloaded the, the console port 
uh, UI. And I'm playing WoW like a, you know, like a old school game where I I haven't played it. But on Final Fantasy XIV, they have the controller scheme where, you know, you hold the triggers and it'll change the, the buttons for whatever the skills. So uh, the the UI mod mimics that. And I'm enjoying it. I'm not, I'm not, I haven't gotten far, but I'm really enjoying it. It's like a, uh, like a breath of life for that. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was probably going to be one of my bigger questions was how does it work with a game like WoW or Final Fantasy 14? Seems like it actually translates fairly decently mm-hmm. uh, from, from your explanation there. And that, that seems like it's uh, an interesting tidbit there to kind of, you know, look at the possibility of a Steam Deck. Oh yeah, there, uh, I mean another big thing is like the 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 potential with emulation. Like uh, people are uh, uploading uh, emulators and they're playing all the games from you know all the eras and stuff. And it does have that capability, and it's wonderful. Um, and I don't think I would ever really go. I would mainly use it for you know Steam games. Like I've always wanted to try WoW because I thought it would be really cool. Maybe one day I'll add Guild Wars if they actually have a um, a really good setup because I think Guild Wars would play much more effectively with a controller. Um, yeah, I'd aside like from that, I, I, I'd like to see that and see how Guild Wars would play because that's you know that's one of the ones I played when it when Guild Wars four, first came out played it a good bit and then jumped in again toward the end of it just because I ended up not having enough people to play with because. Once again, Guild, Guild Wars is one of those. If you don't have a group to play with, it, you, you kind of peter out there when you, once you get the higher levels. That's what I like about the second game because you could just like drop in on anything. You're not you're not uh, you're not behind on progression, even if you decide to take a hiatus. And then um, even just because everything is all uh, community based, like you go to an event, of other people go. Everybody, as long as you're you know tagging and That's participating, cool. you get credit. So it's. Um, I recommend checking out too if you haven't yet, and that's another phenomenal game we could talk about down the line. <laughs> yeah, definitely would love to dive into that one because you know, like I said, I did enjoy Guild Wars the first one. I, I probably do need to jump into Guild Wars too and check it out. It, it I mean, I bought, the, I built this beast of a PC over here beside me that's running a, a fifty nine, a fifty nine hundred uh, uh, Ryzen seven processor with a. 3070 Ti graphics card with not 32, but 64 gigs of RAM sitting behind it. I'm not that far <laughs> behind you. Have you and, and destroyed me in RAM? <laughs> really not doing too much with it. So, well, yeah, I know you got the. I know you got the uh, the founders card of. Uh, did you get the 3070 or 3070 Ti version? The 3070. It wasn't a founders card, uh, but I did get the 3070. I thought and it was I do a founders have, card. And then I got the 5900, the Ryzen also. Yeah. I don't, yeah, it, I love, you know what? Maybe yeah, it might have been, but that wasn't something I noticed. I see 3070. All right. I, that's what I want. Give that to me. I got the last one in line. I was happy. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think you did get the founder's card. So the founder's card is the one that's not like a, cause mine's the MSI. Yours is just a regular plain um, NVIDIA, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is considered a founder's card. It's like, okay. Per, because you've just got that. It's kind of like you see the one fan, and it's kind of got the cut over and everything on it, right? And it's kind of a smaller card. Uh, 
that would car, not that would not no mine's my car's like my, my car's like this like oh no yeah it's like it's like oh, bigger no. than my head and it's it was bigger than the 2070 i had before it oh, so yeah. i mean it was yeah no there were in 2070 yeah, was another, a beast too much. dude have you seen the uh, and i hate to get off on this but have you seen the 4090 yeah no i'm not doing that the, the uh, you buy is, you buy you have to buy a case for that specifically yeah you ha- i mean so like i'm in a I'm in a Corsair case. I'm in a 4000X case. You know, it's a small case, but it fits everything great and it's nice, compact, and I'm getting killer temps. Right now, my CPU is sitting at a chill 35. Nice. I mean, that's nice. That's really good. My GPU, of course, is not doing anything. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's got, it, it, it's just, it's fantastic and it's great. But dude, you got to get a minimum of like a 7000 or a seven series Corsair box to put it in. And that's just a whole, that's a huge case. Mm-hmm. It's insane. That card is so big. I think it takes up what four slots in the back of your computer, like uh, four of the slots that you pull out for your, mm-hmm. um, the PCI slot those, 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 yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. And I'm just like, Oh dude, it's a huge, it's huge. It's massive. It's insane. I mean, people are having to buy like what? 1500 watt, uh, Power supplies. Uh, yeah, PSUs just to just to mm-hmm. service these things. This is insane. It's ridiculous how far it's gone with that. And then, too, did you see where they unreleased the forty eighty? I did see that. I they dropped so it and pulled I, it. I saw the controversy with it, and I, when one of my buddies, like he, uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm going to save to get the forty ninety. And I'm like, "Dude, you're going to have to get a whole new computer. Like it's, I mean, you're going to, I mean, he's like, well, I was planning on upgrades. Like, no, I'm talking about like, you're going to have to get a monster case. Like your desk might not support this. Yeah. Like, you know, it's uh, but it was, you know, I've been, I've seen pictures of how monstrous they are. And even in comparison with the 3070, it's like, it's wild. Excuse me for the chaos behind me. That's my son running around. Um, but yeah, no, I couldn't, I, I can't I can't think of what would be a good idea for me to like I'm hoping that they redevelop you know graphics cards to start getting smaller and retain their specifications. <laughs> well, I mean, you you do know that um who was it that jumped, that pulled out of it? Um who's the big graphics card company that Oh, pulled out? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh. So I mean, it's a big Asus? Hit. Was it huh? Asus? No, it was, some, it was no, it was somebody else. Okay, but they pulled out, and it's going to be a big hit to the graphics card world. Mm-hmm. So, um, God, it was the it's the ones that do the uh, the FTW series cards and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the company now. I I, I forgot, I, but I know exactly who you're talking about, though, because yeah, they I'm, they felt like they were uh, being mis. Uh, like uh, they were being disrespected with their business. Yeah. Like they were being left out of a lot of stuff. So, mm-hmm. and I so it's, I mean, it's going, it's going to, it's going to hit the graphics card community pretty good. But yeah, I hate to say Intel's looks like they've got something promising there, but let's not stray too far from that. Cause now we've gone way away from the All right, thing on, of the steam on. deck, but I will, yeah. I want to add one thing. If you do want to see the size of the 4090 compared to a 3090, go check out Jay's two cents. He has a video of them and it's just insane. The comparison, like it's just crazy. So back to the steam deck, let's jump back, back to, to the steam deck. So what is something that you would actually like to know? Uh, or 
because I mean, I could, I could show you, I could tell my experience. I'm, yeah, you, so, uh, it, so back I'm to your, back, back to more of your experience of uh-huh. gameplay. Like, how is that working for you? Because I mean, the Steam Deck to me looks very similar to a Switch, but I know it's not a Switch at all. So, like, just playing a game like you're used to playing it with a controller, playing it in front of a computer screen. And now you're playing on Steam Deck. How is the translation there? How does that feel to you? Uh, to me, it feels similar to uh, the Switch because I played it portably. Uh, the only time I really played it when it was in, in, in a docking mode, it was when I played Zelda. Um, beyond that, I almost always played it exclusively uh, just in a portable because, you know, I took it with me on trips, so, you know, or if I just wanted to lay on the couch. So that the Steam Deck itself has brought me back to the couch and I'm just hanging out. Yes, it's heavy. It's kind of, it will feel unwieldy and cumbersome. Like, you know, your, your initial, you know, play times and stuff. Um, now it doesn't feel as bad. Normally if like I'll, I'll sit on my computer chair as I'm doing now, I'll just have my elbows on the armrest, you know, I'm leaving my kick out my feet and I'm enjoying it. I could do the same. I do the same thing when I'm on the couch or in bed. So I, for me, I, the, the mobility of it is just phenomenal. Uh, I mean, I'm not trying to play anything crazy. I just, you know, I, uh, played mindless stuff, uh, things that I'm very familiar with that makes it, um, more enjoyable. I treat it like a very casual thing. Yeah. Um, what about his battery life? That's always my concern. Oh, well, battery life, it could, it could do better. Um, but you can set the refresh rate. You can, there are settings that you can do with the steam deck where you can uh, eke out more battery life. Like you can, you know, have hours of gameplay, you know? Um, so like I turned down the refresh rate down to like uh 40, uh, like the lowest it can be like 40, I think it's 40 frames a second. And then keeping that, it's perfectly fine. I mean, you know, when you got 60 frames a second in gameplay, cause it's like overly smooth, but your bot, your, your eyes naturally can't perceive really greater than 30 frames a second anyway it's actually like 27.7 or something if you uh if i'm pulling that out of my head uh but i'm sorry but uh having it low that does uh buy you more battery life you could also have it where you can set the uh the settings for the battery to different games too so if they're games that they happen to require a little bit more horsepower that they want to turn it down for that, then they could do it that way. So there's profiles you can see. It's very, again, very versatile. Um, uh, that you could even add, uh, plugins. Apparently there's a, there's a popular plugin I saw called Decky. And, um, with, uh, Decky, um, you're able to, I, uh, something I heard that protons, uh, proton experimentals and like, like the different versions, uh, that's like how you could set the compatibility for certain games to play on the deck. That's one of the ways to get uh, World of Warcraft working effectively. So, okay. Well, it sounds like, um, I mean, with it being a Steam Deck and with all the things that are created in Steam, because I know there's tons of stuff. I mean, there's the tabletop simulator that's in there that people have developed stuff for it. Actually developed... Um, Hero Quest in there, some, some uh, a, a group of people did did, did a fantastic uh, port of that over there. Um, so I can imagine the development community behind the Steam Deck. Um, 
I'm just trying to think of anything else because, I mean, I think you covered it most in your opening there for me because I didn't have a ton because I don't know a ton about it. And I, and I, I mean, it, it seems interesting. So the one thing I do here on some of the groups that I'm in, like in Reddit and whatnot, you know, before it really came out and people started mm -hmm. playing with it, they were calling, oh, this is a potential switch killer. How do you feel about that? Do you, do you think it's a Switch killer, or do you think it's just a nice competitor to the Switch? I would call it a competitor. Does it have the potential? Absolutely. Especially if you could already have emulators running Switch games, and you put that on here, you're playing Switch games. Um, I mean, it, it obviously has... Uh, better specs and, and 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 you know this doesn't feel like a cheap console like there's love into it i mean like even the case itself is heavy it's durable it's yeah. you know like there's a that case is probably worth a good 50 bucks on its own like so you're actually i i feel like the money that you put into it it's, it's actually worth every cent like to me um I still love my Switch. Did, did it pretty much eliminate me playing it? Unfortunately, you know what? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the, the next time I'll play it is to when the, the Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. But beyond that, everything... I've always been, though, you know, if a game comes on multiple consoles and everything, I almost always have, I have it on my computer. Like, now that uh, PlayStation has been uploading their games on the computer, yep. I have no reason... I'm not... PC Master Race, but I have no reason to um, divide my attention to everything when I generally have it here. And then now, not only do I have it where I need it on my computer, I got this guy that I can basically play, you know, on the go. And I love that. Um, so really, it's just how, for the consumer, how will it fit your needs and your wants and all that? So, I mean, if yeah. you're hardcore into consoles, I mean, you have a really good computer, but you're better, you enjoy consoles, yeah. go for it. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, even if you were to get the Steam Deck, you, I mean, you, if you're really good at that kind of stuff, you could you load it up with emulators and play your games on the go that way as well. And I, I know people have done it. I, you know, I've seen articles about it. I don't really read into it because that's not something. I personally want, like, if they bring the game actually on the Steam, okay, good. You know, I, I'll cheat that way. Yeah. I don't need to manipulate files and accidentally me mess it up. You know, I'll, you know, I like, I, I was actually really surprised when I did the wow thing, but when I was seeing like the actual proof and how it worked in the steps, mm -hmm. I was in love with that. So, um, it, again, it's very versatile. If you're, if you're familiar with Linux OS, you know, runs on Linux, um, and, uh, you know, you got the desktop mode, it has Bluetooth. So you got, you know, so you got Bluetooth headphones, you could load it up. It's got a USB-C charger port. So you could also hook that up with other stuff. Like okay. if you want a controller or you want to buy like uh Bluetooth enabled, like keyboard and mouse. So especially if you want to do like the, 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 the desktop mode, it's a lot easier. I mean, I use the trackpads and everything like that. And it takes some getting used to, you know, using the thumb trackpads. Uh, because you could actually press into them as a mouse click. Oh, okay. But then, you know, when you're sliding and you do that, it obviously shifts. Like, you know, kind of like if you pull the trigger on a gun, if you have your finger mm -hmm. too deep into the trigger well, then, you know, it's going to, you're going to offset the thing. Kind of the same concept. But uh, I also didn't realize that 
I uh, uh, could also use the triggers as left and mouse buttons to manipulate oh, okay. the same way. There are cool. also uh, additional uh, bumpers on the back here on mm. each side. So, uh, you know, you can also uh, be able to map a lot more. Oh, so, nice. you know, like especially with the high level of customization for that in games and whatnot. And a lot of games, even though it says that it uh, might not be Steam Deck verified or is partially, you know, mm-hmm. you, there are games that actually play very effectively. It just hasn't been, you know, vetted yet for the most part. Yeah. Um, and again, uh, with the the compatibilities, you have like with uh, different protons. I, I don't know what they are. I'm not that technical. I'm sorry. But that's also how you can make it where you could play certain games that don't run on the current thing. So it's almost like run administrator on this different OS gotcha. kind of thing. Okay. So um, again, it's for me, it's the absolute versatility behind it. Like now I can, you know, long trips, a lot easier for me, you know, especially yeah. if I go on vacation, you know, waiting on in the car and stuff like um, it's highly modifiable. Like, there are third parties out there that you can buy different parts and, you know, swap and upgrade. Uh, there are certain technical parts uh, that, you know, that uh, Valve said, hey, don't don't upgrade like beyond what it is. I, I don't remember. But you could upgrade the, the the hard drives. Like if you started with a 256, you could also put a micro SD card, which I did. I unfortunately oh, nice. formatted the one that I had on my Switch that I never oh. used. So I put it in there. It works. Um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I could just keep going in circles of why I like mm-hmm. it. I'm just saying that it's definitely worth talking about, especially uh, for your audience, because it's, you know, uh, it for those that like to be on the go, or even if they have, like, let's say, a low-end computer, they just got themselves a pretty solid mobile, you know, uh, you know, mid-range computer for the most part. It, it works well. I have not had any That's issues awesome. with it at least okay. yet, and I like it. Yeah, I'll have to. Um, I didn't grab it and bring it over here with me, but I'll have to grab my Switch OLED and uh, show you the. It's a, a Kickstarter campaign I supported uh, from a company called Plenbo, mm-hmm. and they did a whole case and everything for it. And I'll have to show that compared. I think that would be a good comparison to the Switch Deck or the Steam Deck. Uh, what that's what my switch uh, OLED looks like now because it's actually got um, hot swappable batteries in the actual cases with it and it's got um, I ended up getting three 5,000 milliamp batteries so I can switch batteries out constantly with it and always keep it charged and going so I've got a really long life on the thing now and then it's got exchange exchangeable grips and um, most switch cases it just holds the switch in there with the um, the Joy-Cons docked. I can actually undock the Joy-Cons and the little handles come off that would hold the Joy-Cons in the case mm-hmm. to make a controller. And so I can make it portable, have a controller with me portable. Oh, and you got to think about that. And it has a little thing called a one dock. It's a little brick about this big. It's got HDMI port in it. It's got a USB-C everything. You just plug it into a power strip, run, plug your switch into it, and then plug it into the TV. Now that's your dock. It's awesome looking. So I haven't gotten to use that. But the thing is, is like when you showed the case, the case, no lie, is like 
this thick of this new one. Like it's huge honking. Case. So it's probably is probably the equivalent of this. I mean, yeah, this is they, they, also, you, they just that released their crazy. dock too. They released their dock too. Oh, that's um, a, yeah, I did hear about it. I did hear about um, that. Have you, can you, do you have to have the dock to dock this one and play it on a TV or could you plug it up to a TV directly? So yes, I believe so. Um, unless you have like uh, USB C to HDMI, you might be able mm-hmm. to. Otherwise, um, I st- I still have a Steam Link, so this mm-hmm. would either stream to my computer, which I find interesting, you know. But yeah. I can I can stream this onto my computer because I have Steam. So I'm assuming if I you know like if this was uh the deck was had better hardware than my computer, I could see streaming on it might be a little bit better. Or if you had like a micro PC hookup to your TV. Yeah, something like that. And then, uh, but I have the Steam Deck and I have this, obviously it has to, to, to stream, but I think the, otherwise you'll need that. And I, I think okay. a lot of um, content creators and, and streamers, I think they have the dock to make it easier for, uh, so they can be able to stream from that to show how they, okay. the game is played on the deck. Um and I, uh, like I said, I mean, it's highly modifiable. Like somebody I saw, and I, I even considered before I saw the article, but um, put like an Apple AirTag inside it. Oh wow! That, inside that's the case, a, that's so, a smart move. So I might, I might uh, look into getting a like an equivalent to to put inside the case. So then that way, you know, like well, you got the Android ones, well, it's the Samsung ones. And yeah. of course, you got tile. I mean, you could t- probably take a tile apart and stick it in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can you can open it. I just have to make sure that that I take out the micro SD card <laughs> before. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, because apparently it fits into the case. Oh, but it's not inside the frame itself. So like, if you pull up the case, you could pull that out. So I've seen a couple of posts on that. I'm like, so if I ever decide to open it up, I have to uh, <laughs> actually remember that. Yeah. So okay. Well, it sounds like it's an awesome device, and it's got me intrigued. Um, I don't think I could go out and get one now. I think I'm kind of maxed out on all my devices because mm-hmm. I went on my binge of getting all my retro consoles, and I think I've gotten all the consoles I can afford to get right now. So, But it sounds like it's a great device, and I definitely would like to get my hands on it one day um, just from the sounds of it because being able to play, you know, Guild Wars 2 even on it and playing at mobile that would be a fantastic thing because i don't know of any other device that i have that i could do that other than my laptop and that's really not that mobile compared to what the steam deck is so um that's a great review man nick i i appreciate your time talking about it and i appreciate you diving into it i wish i had more questions for it but i mean other than just the basics of it that's really about all i can dig on it and it it sounds like it's a very worthy console because i know at first people were kind of skeptical of it because you're like, how's steam going to make a console? Yeah. That... Especially with the whole steam machine thing. Yeah. But I mean, they've clearly, they have a history of trying to trying to see where they can go with it. I mean, you had the steam machine with the steam OS, you had, yeah, steam link and that unfortunately died. They, they're in the, you know, they got their, the, their, their VR, you know? Uh, so they're clearly, making headway you know technologically which is amazing yeah i mean it's sad yeah we don't see half-life 3 but it's (laughs) they 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 found their niche and they're they're rocking it and then i feel like all those years then with all the trial and error of all the stuff they've done before 
I think they finally nailed it. Now at this point, they can completely refine it. Now they do a Steam Deck two, and then it's a little bit more ergonomic or something. That'd be great, you know. Uh, yeah. Not, I guess my only concern will be is how will this live in the next five years? And that's just yeah. you gotta you gotta th- you know you know with with tech how it goes like. Are the games five years from now not going to be playable on this because they require X, Y, and Z and resources? Like, how is it going to, how is it going to be affect, affected on here? Um, you know, are they going to do something like, remember back in the early 2000s with the gateway computers? Like, they, they were, they, they always touted, like, yeah, bring it in. We'll re, mm-hmm. we'll upgrade you. It's like a small fee. You got a new thing or whatever. So I'm wondering if they're going to do something like that, which I feel would, probably give them the longevity that they need unless but like i said this thing is highly modifiable at least you know with some of the parts and whatnot so if there's a thing that they do that you could just buy like you know like the 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 ram booster packs in 64 you know they have something for this cool let's do it but that's my only that is my only concern right now well i mean uh just just to play a flip on that i mean look at nintendo their switch has been out for quite a while the only thing that they've released upgrade wise has been the OLED and it's still got the still got the playability. It's one of the top consoles out right now. I mean, it's selling hot, you know. Oh, yeah. Of course, you, of course, you can easily get them, but it's also it was a faster selling than what the PS5 was. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, and, but, that's a. That's this, a big thing there. This is me spoiling myself, honestly. Oh, I yeah. Mean, definitely. The, I mean, and uh you can't go wrong with Nintendo, dude. Like, oh no, never. <laughs> no. So I mean, you, you got you got that. It's a, it's a guarantee. I mean, have I kind of fell off from it? Sure. But for me, it feels like I said fills my needs. I'm good to go with that. But but I mean, you are a computer gamer. You do mm-hmm. lean more toward computer games, and so that definitely feels kind of a void there that computer gamers have not had because you either have a laptop or you have a desktop. None of neither, neither which are really mobile. I mean, yeah, back in the day, you'd pick up your box and take it over to your buddy's house for a land party, but that's not that mobile because the work it takes to get it all set up after you moved it is not, you know, not an easy task usually. Yeah. And then the laptops, yeah, they're mobile and all, but you have to be plugged up to power because with any laptop that has anything above like a 1050 graphics card in it it's gonna zap a battery in no time flat i mean and then when you look at nintendo you're playing nintendo games now granted yes depending on your switch model even not depending on your switch model depending on if you're willing to pay for it you can mod them to play just about anything Mm because i've definitely got one of the original line switches that are the um software moddable and i've done that and it's nice to play retro games on it and take it with you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But still it's not a, it's not a steam deck and it sounds like a steam deck has a nice place in the gaming world for those, for that gap. Cause there really is a gap there underserved. Oh yeah. I think, area. It, I, so I think, I think it's, it's a it's, nice middle ground for it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now the question is, is who's going to come out with the actual competitor to a steam deck on that side of the world? I think there are there are equivalents that are coming out or there just a little you know a little bit cheaper but um I honestly well now Stadia is dead 
you know, um, I think I was one of them, like a similar one, but I, I, I never followed it to begin with. Like the only reason this was like on my radar is yes. Cause I play a lot of games on steam. And then one of my really close friends has been a huge, like, Gabe Newell fanboy and Steam fanboy <laughs> and all that. So he would always talk about it. I was like, bro, you're a fanboy. Stop being a fanboy. Quit it. Like, yes, man, we get it. Yes. And then now the last two weeks that I've been like, should, like really rocking this, I'm like, I'm a fanboy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> fanboy is not always a bad thing as long as you it's not, it's it. not, but you know, like it's always, it's like half that connotation too. It's just like, oh, you're super passionate about that wait till we flame you, you know? So, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nick, do you have any parting words on the steam deck for us? No, no, I'll let <laughs> you uh, make i uh, I'll let you guys make the judgment. I told you how I feel about it. So, um, I will say from what Nick has, Nick has given us here and the information he's given us, sounds like it's a really nice device. Um, Knowing Nick for as long as I have, which is really not that long, but knowing <laughs> knowing him and talking to him and knowing when he gets excited about something, it's it's a true, there's something there behind it. And I've not heard him really talk about anything like he's talked about the Steam Deck to me before. So that should be your sign there to say that it is a solid device. Um, if I can get a hold of one, I will get a hold of one and piddle with it and play with it and see how it is and, you know give my opinion about it but so far based on nick i'd probably say i'm probably gonna have a pretty positive experience with it too because that just sounds like like a nice you know middle ground between having to sit at a pc or having to go to a different ecosystem altogether to play a game you know mobile so um i guess that's all we have tonight guys um i know nick and i have Quite a bit of few episodes we need to catch up on on our Obi-Wan series. I think we left off with the episode two was the last one we covered. Yep. And so we've got to go to episode three now. Yep. So we'll be doing that soon. Uh, hopefully next week we'll do that one and we'll get back into the swing of things. Guys, I really do apologize for not giving you more content than what we have. I know we've been dry on content for about almost two months now. It's crazy to think about it when you look at the time. But with having an actual life outside of this and having families and whatnot. Sometimes we do have to take a step back from this and just take a little bit of a breather and then regroup and come back. Well, I know I'm, I'm ready. I'm pumped. I'm fired up. This was definitely a re-energizing episode for me and I'm excited to get back into the swing of things. Nick, I am very glad that you poked and prodded me and kept on saying, Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. And we finally got this one done. So thank you, Nick. I appreciate you doing that. Look forward to doing some more with you. Anything else last to say before I cut us off? No, my friend. Thank you very much for having me again. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm always glad to have you. Appreciate that. So um, once again, from H&K Video Game Experience, this is Clearfire. If you want to listen, if you like what you heard so far tonight and you want to hear more, go check us out at www.hnkexp.com. Once again, it's the letters H-N-K-E-X-P.com. You can check us out and you can see all of our podcasts from uh, there from that website. You can go like us at all of our social media outlets. Give us likes, give us follows, check us out. And thanks again, guys. Take care.